You're listening to Just Okay Gamers, where this week, boy, we got an announcement to make. It's uh, it's with regret and with a little bit of thought and consideration, we've decided to uh, formally pull out of a major trade event. Uh, Mill, would you want to let them know what our decision was? Uh, Everyone else is doing it. Why can't we do it? We're pulling out of E3. We don't want to be the last ones there. EA's nope. out. You got to pull out. Otherwise, you'll get that convention pregnant. We just really felt we had to get out before Microsoft said something. That way we could save face. Yeah. So we're going to uh, host our own Just Okay Con. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were already doing that. Oh, well. Now we're, we're inviting all the major developers to come, though. Right. Yeah, we're doubling down, as they say. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think we'll have um, a bank of 500 computers for people to play LAN games on. Um, mm-hmm. Renting on a major we'll hotel. Have, yep. All the major demos for uh, new games coming out. Can't wait who's for our, that. Who's going to be our presenter? I mean, you got... Uh, Who's that lady from Archer? The lady boner, gamer boner. Um, Aisha. Can we get Taylor? her? Aisha Tyler. Tyler. We need Aisha Tyler. She's on the docket. She said yes already. Also, Hideo Kojima said yes. Um, who else? Um, Schaefer. He, he's Tim Schaefer. That's a good get. Yeah. <laughs> really, we uh, have our pick of the litter. Oh, we're getting litter too. Well, we assume with the, the crowds that are going to show up at our convention that there's going to be a lot of litter, and we're going to have to pick it up. Right? Okay, yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, that benefits us because then finders keepers rule applies. Yeah, and mm-hmm. of course, when there are finders, there are keepers. But also, if losers. there are losers, then there are weepers. weepers. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, there's there's our announcement. That's it. That's our announcement. Okay. <laughs> We're just okay, and we play some games. We're just okay gamers. Thanks for listening to episode two hundred ninety-seven. Two nine seven. Two nine seven of the Just Okay Gamers podcast. My name is Guido, and I'm here with Wally. And uh, no longer, well, soon to be, no longer unemployed Millpool. Hi. Oh, snap. He got a job. That's right. Big news. Shit. Read off story. working? Strip club? (laughs) Uh, Yep. Yeah, I'm going to be working for your brother, in fact. Uh, Libido. Oh, really? Yeah. Newer listeners might not know of him, but um, Guido's brother, Libido. I think he's a DJ at a strip club. Yes, so the DJ at, <laughs> okay. uh, Bean Snappers. Uh, yeah, uh, Highway Forty Five. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm going to be shadowing him. Oh, nice! Shadowing mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Do you have to wear like blackface? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like what that, he told me to do. So, n- not one part of you can be seen. Like, if he sees you, you're fired. 
I'm, I don't really understand the job. I thought maybe Guido would know a little bit more about it since uh, he's his brother. But well, yeah, I've, it's, seen his, I've seen his other shadows, and they do shadow him around. It's like Peter Pan. You know how Peter oh. Pan had a shadow who was kind of mischievous and mm-hmm. yeah. did his own thing? Okay. That's what you're going to be doing. Essentially mimicking his movements, but occasionally doing like off the cuff, kind of like little uh, pranks and stuff to people. I think they're only allowed to make two mistakes before they're let go too. Right. Because it's the shadows die twice policy. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Ayo. So I'm, I'm pulling pranks. That's what he wants me to do. Well, not really pranks, just more kind of mischievous. Like when someone's like looking out of the corner of their eye, you kind of like wave a hand at them as a shadow, you know, uh, like, like the whimsical shit. Peter Pan did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having trouble remembering that specific part of that movie. I think Peter Pan's shadow being a mischievous independent spirit is one of the lesser known or <laughs> remembered aspects of Peter. Pan. Is it? <laughs> I don't remember. Did he fight it at some point? Isn't there a movie where like, someone fights their shadow? I don't or know. Is that? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. That might be in like Zelda. Oh, that's in Shadow games. Warrior. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The big shadow fight scene. <laughs> what is Shadow Warrior? I can't remember. Isn't that a video that game? First person shooter? What, but the uh, Duke, Duke, Duke Nukem guys made it? I think? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the right. dude. 3D Realms. Dude Nudecum. What about him? <laughs> Dude Nudkum? Oh, dude, dude Nudkum? <laughs> was, <laughs> was Sounds like something Vinny would more make. raunchy, brother. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I came here to chew bubblegum and come in asses. <laughs> and I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, no. All out of asses. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to chew bubblegum and my gum. <laughs> That's uh yeah. That's that's gotta be like NC seventeen rated. I remember I've got um balls full of cum. <laughs> I remember like getting my dad to buy that game for me, Duke Nukem three D. Uh and I was so happy because he didn't realize that there was like nude girls in it dancing around. Oh nice. Shake it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you Jerk off? <laughs> <laughs> like, at what point? Ever? Or? When, when the, the strippers, when you were giving oh, them strippers. Um, I don't know, man. I might have. I don't think I jerked off to that game. I think I'm not going to say I've so... never. What? You've never. I, I think <laughs> that game was so early. I was so young when I was playing it that I didn't understand. Right. The concept of the stripper. You, what? Wait, how how old were you? Like, it's just a naked pixelated lady. What is there to understand? Well, I didn't understand like, oh, this is a place where adults go to pay women to do little did little, little did little Guido know. <laughs> you yeah. know? Okay. I yeah, I understand. My brother, on the other hand, I think that's where he got his his calling from. Wait, now, 
Oh yeah, libido. Was he? So how did he play the game? Was he like announcing? Was he DJing for the strippers in the game? Yeah, he would go straight beeline, almost speed run to the stripper part of the game, and then just start, you know, playing songs (laughs) on his cassette deck, his Walkman. His little Uh, eight-year-old voice. Give it up for Sapphire. Yeah, pretty much. Eight-year-old libido. That's a character. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I imagine money? so. I don't know. You tell me. He's your brother. Yeah. He was a character. Um, Yeah. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we even mention that Nasty's not here or just skip over it? <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, Nash is not here. By the way, Nash is not here. He's dead. Um, oh, of course he's yeah. dead. Of course he's dead, Wally. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, your bag is so shallow. <laughs> I just like. I just like it when they're dead. We gotta get you a bigger bag there. Fill it up with uh, various things you can pull. No, it's my thing now. They're always dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what did you have some some something better planned? No, I didn't have anything better planned. I don't know. That's the whole point, though. You don't plan it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's uh, dead now. Yeah. Yeah, he's dead. Yep. Nasty. He's written in fucking stone. Tragically died. Uh, probably for what is the 18th time (laughs) better than being racist as far as he's concerned (laughs) oh yeah he'd rather be dead than be racist (laughs) (laughs) um let's see how long we can make we can make him racist right can we just make a topical like make him anti-semitic or something Um, we can make him racist is that what you yeah yeah nasty (laughs) wait i think you already you already did. <laughs> well, again, let's revitalize it. Oh, I see. Okay, no, no, let's, let's freshen this up it. a little bit. Let's put a fresh coat of paint on the races. Yeah, Nasty uh, isn't here because he's overseeing the uh, construction of his new factory that only makes mega hats. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. good, right? That's a good premise. Mm-hmm. And you're saying MAGA hats, like make America great again? Yes. Because at first I thought you said mega hat, and then I was trying to think of what a mega hat is. Ooh, just like a <laughs> giant hat? Yeah, just a really big hat. Those really big <laughs> Which cowboy isn't, hats? Isn't oh, yeah. that racist? I don't think. Yeah, well, they could be sombreros. And then he... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh. And then he what? <laughs> <laughs> he appropriates the culture he has, the, a big he has the conveyor belt they make the the sombreros and everything and then the conveyor belt just shoots them over the wall <laughs> to the other side of mexico <laughs> and then you need to mix it up is further. Racist, like though? <laughs> i don't know if it is or not I think it's clear that I don't know what is racist and what isn't it. All right, yeah. Well, if only Nasty were still alive. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he knows for sure. Clear this all (laughs) up. He has a clear definition of what's racist and what isn't. I mean, he would tell us if he was alive. Yeah, definitely tell us. 
Well, uh, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Nasty's fiance and family and friends. T's and P's. Um, yeah. I, uh, I hope that it's good. That life is good. You can go on. What? I don't know. Terrible I'm, eulogy. I'm not good at giving death eulogies. Uh, you give it so many. <laughs> Have I? I've never. Well, given no. A I mean, we, we've had the opportunity to confront death so often. Yeah, that's true. You'd be. You think you'd be used to it by now? We should give each other eulogies. That would make us feel good, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Like, yeah. um, like on our last podcast, or <laughs> do you want to do it right now? Oh, the very last podcast? Uh, I don't know. I guess we would say just... eulogy for the podcast. Now that he is yeah. gone, I would like to have a few words about Guido. <laughs> yeah. Would you guys want to attend your own funeral, or do you think that'd be kind of sad and weird? I would do if something could, like up. ghost. Ghost it. Ghost? Ghost it? Oh, yeah, I, I would ghost. ghost my funeral, but I, I want my funeral to be something like, uh, like, did you remember that one episode of Star Trek Next Generation where everyone thought Ro Laren and Jordy LaForge died, but they were actually just invisible? So they got to go to, like, their funeral wake or whatever, and everyone's just having a big fucking party? Because that's how they would have wanted it? That's what I would do. I'd have, just have a big fucking party. I don't need, like, a service or shit like that. Yeah, but yeah. you're dead. Well, I mean, if I'm ghosting it, I get to at least vicariously see how the party is. But I would throw a party regardless or would instruct my next of kin to do that. Hmm. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't see more parties. It's because we're, we're indoctrinated well, and we're, doing certain things a certain way. We're nerds, Guido. We don't get invited to parties. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Is that it? Is I think that's it. Anymore? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure there are parties. I mean, parties in, in after someone dies. Oh, okay. You know, it's always a wake or, uh, you, you know, it's called a repast. A repast? Yeah, you ever heard heard that term? A repast? Uh, a repast? No, I heard no, of a it's repast. That. A repast, I guess. They call it a repast. Um, in the hood. So when oh. I worked in the hood, we well, had last repast. Last repast. <laughs> uh, they had a we had a like a rental hall, and it was always rented out for funerals and repasts, as they would call them. Yes, the people renting it. And uh, I never heard that term up until I started working in the hood. It's from old French, actually. So yeah, Saturday, yeah. It's a late Latin to feed. We uh, we always just called it a wake. It's the same you thing. Know? Yeah. So yeah, I know it's it, the same thing. It's different yeah. than a wake. No, it's the same. It's like the 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 eating portion of a funeral. It originally meant to eat, right. but like it became adopted into it. So they're both just, yeah, like what we said, culinary events triggered to celebrate the passing of somebody or their life or 
Awake's a bit more formal, though. You're supposed to come and bring a gift, and usually it's at a house. It's more of an Irish thing. Uh, it's, like it's an amalgam of a few different cultures and Irish stuff. Are you you're supposed to bring a gift to awake? Really? For some of them, I think the Jew don't, don't isn't there a Jewish tradition for awake as well? I'm not entirely up to speed on that though, but I do know the Irish awake because of family and whatnot. Yeah, the Schmatkin. You show yeah. up for the Schmatkin. Poles have the same have a, have a wake like event as well. Well, wake me up. Let's talk about death more. Uh, okay. Um, how do you guys think you'll go? Um, <laughs> well, you know how you'll go. It's a game of a chicken with you and Millpool driving in a car at each other 80 miles an hour when you're really old. Yeah, right. that's when we're 90, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's just a... I mean, statistically, I don't think we'll make it that long. Right. Yeah. Was what was the conditions for that? Was it just when we turned ninety? Um, yeah, when we turn ninety, we drive ninety miles an hour into each other. I think that was it. Do you still abide by those uh, <laughs> that those settings? Is the pact still in? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's a pact, like for sure. Right, I can't wait. <laughs> Um, let's just say we do live to the age of 90. Do you think we are still talking to each other? <laughs> like you haven't um, seen each other for 20 years, but you just uh, agree to show up at a preordained spot. We just both, both show up anyways. Oh man, that's a long time. That's like 50 something years in the future. I don't know. I've never had a, a friend for that long. I've no? never been alive for that long, but would you even have vehicles capable of doing what you're wishing to do at that point in time? Yeah, that's a good question. Like what if everything is, uh, all the cars are like robotic at that point, self-driving. I think that there'll still be a market for classic cars. We'll have to drop, you know, uh, 150,000 space bucks to get a, you know, 99, Toyota Corollas to drive into each other. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. That's that should be another stipulation. The car's year that we're driving in has to be 1990. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. You have to find the fully restored 1990 vehicles. <clears throat> hmm. hmm. Oh, good. I'm probably just going to like die of something that makes me not breathe. Between all my allergy attacks and lung getting six getting lung sicknesses and pneumonia, I'll just choke to death at some point. Yeah, I could see that. I could <laughs> see that happening for you. Yeah. I'll probably die of suicide. <laughs> <laughs> uh no, I don't know. Heart attack, most likely. Just make sure, mm. make sure you do suicide properly, and so that somebody finds you. That somebody finds me, so that someone yeah. does find him. Yeah, because you don't, you don't want like you any want. random person to walk in on you. Yeah, silver alerts going out. That's the amber alert for old people. Really? Yeah, silver alerts. Never uh, heard of it. If like an old person wanders off. Yeah, it just goes missing. 
Missing. There's two silver alerts 50 years from now. <laughs> Driving a 1990 Toyota Corolla. <laughs> Last scene. Driving. Oh, boy. Well, dark mm-hmm. episode. Mm. We'll call yeah. this one the dark episode. Let's stick with the theme. Okay. As we continue. Okay. Let's be very morose. I'm in a morose kind of mood. Yeah. That's more kind of spooky, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's a little spooky. So you just want us to be kind of sad? Yeah, sad and uh, coming from a dark place. Uh, Nothing's looking good these days. Oh, you know what I, uh, speaking of which, you know what I just watched uh, yesterday or the day before? You're a Mumu <laughs> guide. Oh, yeah? yeah oh, wow. You remember that? That was very much in that, that. vein. <laughs> yeah, people didn't like that one. <laughs> yeah, you're like apologizing in the video <laughs> at the end. <laughs> I thought it was really good. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Hey, you're a good uh, YouTube content creator. You should, oh, make yeah? some, you should make some videos. <laughs> Fuck off. I wouldn't have it anymore. If I did it now, I'd fail. Miserably. Oh, you still got it. You still got no. it. Yeah. No. Yeah. You do, do you think you made one video? You just don't right want to put the effort in. These kids took over, man. I'd have to stoop to their level. I'd have to make 10 minute and one second videos filled with memes. Jump cuts and memes. Yeah. That's how you make it on YouTube these days. Right, the occasional veiled racist comment followed by an apology. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Why doesn't okay? Here's a YouTube idea for a channel: okay. just make apology videos. <laughs> uh, how so? For yourself or for, for other people? Right, open ended, like a generic thing. Um, I was thinking more for yourself. Just ahead of the like, game. Yeah, just just get get ahead of everything. <laughs> Apologize for the very first one will be apologizing for making the channel. Apologizing <laughs> for accidentally exposing yourself to a child. I'm making this video just in case. <laughs> I'd like to oh, apologize. Yeah. Just in case for everything. Yeah. Apologies mm, for all idea. sorts of scenarios. It's like a one happy birthday, except one yes. apology. <laughs> yeah. You write the same script and you just change the name. Yeah. <laughs> like one happy birthday. <laughs> hey, man. There's some Spanish in there. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be doing okay. What? One the, happy birthday. The Spanish? Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Spanish. Well, they're getting those free uh, sombreros. It's free mega hats. Yep. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be an insult if he if Nasty was making just bright red mega sombreros and dumping them over the border? <laughs> yes, oh, God. I think it would. I think that might actually qualify as racist. <laughs> hey, we got there, folks. Yeah, we got there. All right. Um, beyond you getting a job, which congratulations again. Yes. That's yeah, thank you. Congrats. Three weeks of vacation you- up front. That's dope. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Taking them all up front. <laughs> I'm going to need my start day off in the three <laughs> weeks. 
And then you quit. It's free money. <laughs> I think That's we genius. just found the the best get rich quick scheme. <laughs> yeah. Get hired at a job with three weeks of vacation, use them immediately, and then quit. You can even get jobs at the same time, multiple jobs. So you're just bringing in paychecks. Because I wouldn't actually be working. So right. I could like go interview at other places. Your job would be interviewing and trying to secure more jobs <laughs> that give true. you vacation time up front. <laughs> but let's see. Hey, it'd be good. It'd be good. Um, are you nervous about uh, rejoining the workforce, especially the uh, the the United States of American workforce? Um, not really. I imagine it's probably pretty similar to Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know it? about the the first day tradition, right? Uh, yeah. like orientation. You know about well, no, yeah, part of the orientation where you walk in and they punch you in the face really hard. Yeah. You and get then every single job in the United States. You're presented with a necklace of shotgun shells. Yeah. And you have to wear it for uh, three weeks straight. And you also can't shower. Mm-hmm. No bathing. Yeah. Is that, are and you going to be good with that? Like they roundhouse you right in the jaw. And if you fall down, you're fired. So you have to take it. And if you stand up, then you get the <laughs> shotgun shells. Yeah. I, I don't understand the shotgun shell necklace. What does that represent? Well, it's like a trophy for passing mm-hmm. this uh, brief orientation of taking uh beating from the other coworkers. It's a rudimentary symbol of violence, the punch. You know, yeah. it's a real punch. Think of it, but then the Yeah. Think of it as like a, a predator trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You know, I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen that movie though. Oh fuck! Oh man, better start <laughs> the, the, watching that. That's shit. the second day, man. They talk. You have to give a question. Yeah, you have to give like a twenty-page dissertation on the movie Predator and Predator. And every 2. question that you get really wrong, at every punch job. You. Yeah, every, every job, job doesn't matter. <laughs> From janitor all the way up to CEO. Yeah. Oh, Except man. you don't have to do it if you get hired to work on production for the next Predator movie. Yeah, that's an exemption. It's yeah, rare. You're vetted at that point. But, yeah. Hmm. And every question you get wrong, they punch you again just as hard. And you have to take yes. it. If you fall, you're fired. Yeah. And then if you like if you get fired from eight jobs, they shoot you. Yeah. With one of those shotgun shells. Who does that? The president. Yeah. <laughs> of the Donald United J. States. Trump? Yeah. Buy it was body Obama armor. before him. Oh, yeah. If you survive the shot, you have the right to re- return fire? Yes. So you can essentially legally murder the president of the United States. <laughs> I'm on a list. Yeah, I mean, it, do, it doesn't happen often. Most people just get their questions right because we're we're born with predator knowledge at hand. Yes. But for an expat like you, you know, you just got to brush up, dude. Otherwise, you're going to get punched and dodging bullets like it's the fucking end yeah. of the world, man. You better make up some flashcards. 
Are you sure you're ready for the job market in the United States? Because you don't sound like you're ready. Uh, yeah, this sounds pretty different than uh, what I was used to. Flashcards for Predator or? Yeah, Predator. Wait, what, what is a flashcard? You've been, you've been fucking listening to us, man. See, if you ask that kind of question at the interview, <laughs> man, they would have punched you right there. What is a flashcard? Well, it might be something completely different because jobs are completely different here, apparently. Oh, just describe to me what a flashcard is. It's a, a flashcard piece of paper yeah. where they have a question okay. on one side and the answer on the other. And if you don't get the answer right, we detonate a flashbang in front of your face. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's different. And then also, well, there's two types of flashcards. There's that one. Oh, the other one, then, right? Yeah, there's the one you get after you flash a hundred people. Is that, a, is that a good thing or um it depends who you talk to if you talk to flashers yeah it's a good thing not so much <laughs> yeah well uh, actually we yeah. don't legally call them victims anymore after 1986 they're called participants now yeah willing yeah the reagan administration <laughs> got rid of that we have a flasher in our parks do you really? Uh, we had one this last summer. And he's still walking. I still see him walking around. He's not flashing now because it's winter out and he'd be cold. He'd have a little pee-pee, a little tiny <laughs> pee-pee. What was he doing? Is he have an off-season um, flasher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The seasonal flasher. He just yeah. hangs around. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's homeless. Oh. <laughs> What, he just hangs around on. outside? I mean, if you're flashing, you're hanging, right? Um, but he would just uh, usually be sitting down at a picnic bench with his wiener out. And then when someone would come close to him, he'd get up and his wiener would be hanging out. And they'd get a full look at his wiener. Uh. Not too exciting. He didn't have the trench coat. You know, yeah, yeah, the classic <laughs> flasher. <laughs> yeah, so you look at him, you think like, oh, I don't think that guy's a flasher because he doesn't have a trench coat. Yeah, he was. Then you see like his a penis gorilla flasher. A gorilla flasher. So is yeah. he like a loosey goosey flasher? Does he does he work his way up for the for the big time? Um, what does that mean? I mean, does he, does, he, does he like, you know, rub one out, get one all nice and ready for the ladies, or is he just sort of wagging the wind when he's flashing? Oh, uh, from accounts, he's very much limp. Yeah. See? Not full not staff. not worth the time. Though. No, you got to, that's a lot of effort, a lot of blood circulating. That's true. Yeah. Did you have to confront this guy? I see him regularly. He, in fact, another funny story, it's the same. So I don't know if I told you guys this, but when all chat came to do that show here, that where we drove down to Chicago, we were scoping out locations and we went down to my parks down on the lakefront and like just getting B footage of shots of Milwaukee like some skylines and we walk through a garden and he's there. And I know, he, I know who he is. 
And I'm just like, all right, let's go, guys. Come on, let's go. And we walk through. But he has a proclivity to shout at anyone that gets near him. Like, just shout obscenities uh, very aggressively. Um, And that happened to the crew, the cast and crew of all chat. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't show his wiener, though. He was just shouting. (laughs) Huh. Yeah. He never told us that. That adds a whole new layer to the whole all chat experience. (laughs) He, uh, we call him Butters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why we call him Butters. I don't know. All right. Should we talk about video games? (laughs) Why? (laughs) Yeah, why stop now? Or why start now? Yeah, that's a good point. Well, the only (laughs) video games, let's let's be frank. Let's be upfront with everybody. Uh, It's been kind of a quiet week. It's been lots of stuff going on, and we're caught in the thrall of, I mean, it was like this, in other periods of time where a video game dominated the, the conversation. And right now we're in the middle of a apex and indirectly Anthem a little bit, but not really mostly apex centric gaming, whatever we're in. So a lot of the news revolves around apex and we don't want to like hammer that home a lot. Right. I don't think we've been, we've been doing anything else. You know, what we could talk about is our plans for tomorrow. Yeah. We could. I mean, if we're speaking more to the community and just people in general, I mean, it is newsworthy in a sense, the new season of Path of Exile. And I think we're going to try to get as many people as, together as we can as a community to uh, play it. Should I just not segue then? No, nah, <laughs> oh. you got to segue, bro. Segue it. Yeah. Okay. Because this started out as like, all right, should we do gaming? And then you were like, no. <laughs> But on second thought, <laughs> yes. And now I'm going to talk I was, about I was it kidding. Right now. I was kidding about the no. I was kidding about the no. We've, we've fucking non-sequentially we've done segues before. We can do it now. I'm down for a no episode of not talking about gaming. Just to see no gaming. I would want to see how that it happens. I think it would pretty much just be like this, except for longer. Yeah, is that good or bad? I don't we know. Can, we can. We gotta put a survey a bit or two. Yeah, survey. Do a survey right now. Okay. If you like uh, a no gaming episode, hashtag us. No game. <laughs> no one. No one. No one no ever one hashtags us. No. <laughs> remember? Remember when you told me to put that? Uh, uh, yeah. Like, at me no one added me <laughs> so <laughs> millpool writes the show notes the like the little blurb before the episodes and uh what was it a week or two ago it's a couple weeks you ago I think. included a secret message should we reveal it or should we see if people can find it uh yeah let's let's put the treasure hunt out there see if someone finds okay. it i don't think they will no, <laughs> it would make me even more sad if at this point <laughs> no one no one did it still i don't know man how many do you think you'll get um now that we've uncovered that there is something there well okay here's what's gonna happen is i'm gonna get like two or three genuine ones and then people are just gonna start doing it in discord 
just because other yeah. people are doing it. Just to meme it? Yeah, it's just going to be a meme. Oh, man. Our whole lives are memes at this point. Oh, don't say that. Oh. Why? Uh, I don't know. That sounds bad. Do you know why your life to be a meme? Yeah. It's like, it's, right. it's like the new age way of saying my life is a joke. Oh, is it? I guess it is, yeah. You're right. I meant, uh, I was being uh, authentic and saying that our lives are memes, but in regards to Discord. Oh, yeah, sure. How so? I don't know. I feel well, like... Just sound bites, I guess, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I feel a little disconnected from our community, if we're going to be honest. <laughs> Oh, we shit. had this conversation. We had this conversation earlier. <laughs> this is a morose episode. <laughs> I I feel like when there's not a game I've, that unites us, it's been weird. I appreciate you uh, keeping it morose around here. You gotta sometime when you set that precedent. You gotta keep going. Mm-hmm. Do no, you want, are know. you gonna expand on it? Or? I can. Um, I think it's a combination of a few things. I think it's uh, partly because our community has grown bigger than the podcast. Yeah. Am I right in saying that? Yes. I think that that it's now more about everybody than it is about the show and listening to the show. Right? Mm-hmm. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, so you're, you don't feel connected because... Well, well that's part of it. It's part I of the show. I, I also feel like I'm aging out of relevance in a way. Not because, I mean, it's not really an age thing, but like everyone's a great deal younger than me and I, I feel like I'm just not good hip. enough yeah hip to be i don't know to be around folks and every single yeah, time we I can't to ingratiate hmm? we can't talk about this on the pod come on this Why is supposed not? to be entertainment we're not entertaining anyone dude this is entertainment they want to hear about <laughs> our sorrows <laughs> some we're of my favorite episodes of of other podcasts have been the ones where they have the real talk. I think we need to do real talk more often. I think it helps a little bit. Builds a connection with the audience, a connection. We don't have anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Your real talk is talking about how you don't have a connection. Well, this might help. This might help. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe it won't. Yeah, it probably won't. Um, what else? You know what, else? what, though? It's it's always the nicest feeling in the world when someone reaches out to us and it's directly related to the podcast and how it's like made a meaningful impact on their lives. And that still does yes. happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that is, that, that but is that's, like, but that's podcast-centric like, stuff. Right, that's sure. That's who still listens to us. But, so I think we're, we're kind of isolating our complaints mainly to... But our community still does that for us yeah they still support us but it's like it's like a f- select few that just say hey good podcast this week right i like yeah. that though 
I mean, I think it's I genuine. like it too. I yeah, it's, it's great. Nice, yeah. I see. I know what you're saying. It'd be nice to hear a little discussion on maybe a funny bit we did. <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, that was funny when uh, you said that Millpool. I really like that part of it. Or just more specific. I don't know. Or I could be being a baby. Maybe I'm a big baby. No, I, I, it makes sense. I understand. Um, yeah, I think the solution is we need to find a new community. Yeah, let's delete Discord. <laughs> the okay. whole uh, entire client. <laughs> we could okay. probably hack their mainframe. Yeah, I watched uh, that movie, Hackers. Yeah, Angelina Jolie, boobies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that other hacking movie, Swordfish, with um, what's-her-face's boobs? Is her boobs in that? Oh, uh, very. She yeah. got paid a yeah. fuck oh, yeah. time for that. And then there's the network with uh, Sandra Bullock, but she does not have show her boobies in that. Mm-hmm. I wonder why um, people don't compliment us on our podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're just paying us lip service. Hey, yeah. good, good pod, boys. Nice try. Yeah, good job. Oh, well. Um, hey, I. you know what? I'm going to compliment you guys right now on yeah, putting out a, a great yeah, podcast good, every week. Both barrels of nice. Oh, that's pretty much it. Oh, well, thank oh. you. Well, that doesn't help. I said I wanted specifics. <laughs> That's right. You did say that. <laughs> you just did what people do. Um, I really like your references, Guido. And oh, Wally, yeah. I really like your uh, knowledge of video games. Oh, Is that specific? No, I like, yeah. Millpool, I like your uh, attitude towards most things. You're very uh, upbeat, and you always try and find the good in things. Yeah. And you're open-minded and you're in your, you're, you're kind and you accept everybody for who they are. Even oh, though they don't guys. deserve it. Thanks. Yeah. But your predator hey, game is weak. Yeah. Your predator, <laughs> you're going to get punched in the face. So fucking yeah, much. You're going to fall too. They're going to, oh man. Fire your ass. You're going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was just I was just about to say how we how we turned it from morose to not morose, but Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah. What we alluded to in the intro is E three doesn't have a thing going on at E or uh EA. Wait, you didn't say what oh, are you talking fuck. about video games with that segue? Uh, oh shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just are you you just don't want to be committed to talking about video games um no because if I, you don't, don't segue then you can go in and out right yeah i guess but we can be committed do you want to commit uh let's commit should i pull that trigger all right it's a commitment gun pull the trigger go off all right here we go He's a guy I'd like to meet To see his dick would be a treat Ask him, how does he do it all? Make your girl's panties drop like leaves in the fall Of course I'm talking about drunk off scotch 
knock a girl up by looking at her crotch. Don't fight him if he does this to your wives, cause I've seen a man shoot laser beams out of his eyes. All right. Uh, EA has backed out of E3. They said, yeah. not going to do it. <laughs> Who's left? It's Microsoft and what? Ubisoft? Uh, yeah. Ubisoft will be there. Ugh. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Bethesda? I don't think anyone has said anything except for like... Yeah, just Sony uh, and EA and Sony dropping out. EA, no big loss. What are we gonna watch there? <laughs> yeah, the I next don't know. Battlefront, some fucking Anthem DLC. Oh, I suppose Apex. Do you think Apex is the catalyst for this? Like, oh shit, we got a hit. Finally, just drop out of the press conference <laughs> right away. We're out of here, boys. They got to be putting that? all their all their pigs in that blanket in the apex blanket. Oh yeah, for sure. I just like how they Anthem basically was launched and it went up against its own game and just got completely decimated by a battle royale. Yeah. Um but they're making their own convention. Uh it's gonna be in Hollywood or something. I couldn't really get a, a clear, you know, pinpoint on where it's gonna be yeah. located. I think it's it did say up in their faces. Because you think, in yeah, two, in two thousand one, E three, they didn't travel very far. But remember when they tried to do that edgy thing? God Games had its own little booth across the street with like more scantily clad booth babes than they could do in the in the, in the show floor, and and everyone tried to kind of like have their own off off facility parties and it all just sort of faded away because this wasn't feasible and nobody gave a shit and i just wonder if they keep if they start doing their own little separate things each and every one of them it'll just be like there's just not enough energy behind it gamers want to centralize a little bit right they don't want to float around between every single different thing there's a convenience to having a convention after all it's what their conventions yeah, yeah. You could uh, kind of paralleling the whole uh, launcher fiasco of how everybody oh, has a launcher. Oh, that's a good uh, analogy. You know, everybody's just going to start complaining. Oh, I don't want to go to the origin convention, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go to I the, have the Steam convention. Yeah. The Steam convention. Why doesn't Valve have a convention? Yeah, I don't know. Because they don't release games. indie devs. Yeah. Yeah. Valve just never does anything. They just they're like a shadow group now at this point. <laughs> yeah, they just collect money. <laughs> um, they did mm-hmm. they became what they never wanted to become, which was a curator of Steam. Yeah. One day they'll release another game. That's not artifact. <laughs> I was gonna say. Holy shit! What a fucking bomb! Uh, yeah. It's at like seven hundred average players now. I just read. Yeah, it's low. It's no yeah. good. 
That's a game that needs to go free to play as soon as possible. And I don't even know if that would help it. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, it doesn't need to because Valve has all the money that they need. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need to, but if they want to turn a profit, that's yeah. their best option, I think, at this point. Loaded up with... It's a trading card game. I mean, the the revenue model's built into it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's kind of weird how it's not free to play. Um, What else? What else is going on? Oh, we're, yeah, we're going to play Path of Exile with, with this uh, Discord community that's very indifferent to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, keep in mind, we kind of, in true like us fashion, we managed to whip the excitement into a discernible form, you know, through light intervention. So there's going to be a lot of people playing it Friday and then maybe not ever again. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. kind of how I'm falling into it because I played yeah. Path of Exile. How many times have you tried to play this game? We've tried, tried a lot. I've tried so much man with this stupid ass game i feel like it was so recently when you tried again and you're like i did it was this game just league. isn't for me <laughs> it was, it was the, the last, last league. one league betrayal uh, betrayal came out so that was what three months ago and i made it to a certain level i think i made it the furthest i've ever made it before but that was me really like no i gotta stick with it i gotta stick with it i gotta see what everybody's talking about and it's because I want to like the game so much. <laughs> you really do, it seems. The problem is they've bolted on. I mean, I'm not even going to criticize it because it's actually good, but like it's a bit of a clusterfuck, the back end of it. Like you think you're just playing Diablo, and you are. It's meant as, it's the truest successor to the Diablo franchise. You're blowing shit up and killing monsters in, the three, in an isometric view. And it's kind of gorgeous in a weird, muddy way. But underneath it is like this Final Fantasy X-esque skill tree that goes on fucking forever that you could potentially fuck up if you're not following a flight plan. You basically have to charter your goddamn class. I know you could pretty ostensibly be anything you want to be in this game, but if you screw up even this much, you're, you're you know keeping yourself from actualizing a whole bunch of endgame because you didn't min-max properly. That's why it fucking falls off. That and the fact you have to like log 40 hours, even get to end game while juggling that. Yeah. Some people live it. Some people live it and they're really good at it because it's all they do. But for somebody who's like takes a passing fancy and wanting to occasionally play a a dungeon crawler, you're fucked in my opinion. Yeah. And it's, it's also a combination of just the build is essentially what ends it for me because yeah you you have to pick what you're gonna play before you start playing and then you have to play that and there's so many steps though there's like you got to do the right tree upgrades you got to find the right skill gems you need to find the right and eventually if you want to even do it even more properly you got to find the right kind of gear to wear which eventually leads to named gear that you may find unless you want to trade it with somebody, which is a completely other different metric in the game. If you're into the trading thing to get the kind of gear that you want. And some of it's really random. Yeah. And if you get, make it, you know, five hours, 10 hours into your build and you're like, ah, this isn't really for me. What are you going to do? You're going to make another fucking character and play it for 10 hours again. 
yeah, I guess I you are. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> some people are. Yeah, yeah. But if, yeah, if you're like if you're halfway through and suddenly you realize you don't like summoning totems, <laughs> you're hosed, buddy. You're hosed. Can you not so just, just go in like whatever direction you want in that game and kind of have it work out? You actually can't. No. Well, you, you can up to a point. Yeah. You'll but hit a wall you where you didn't choose enough health points nodes or not enough elemental resistance nodes, and you'll hit a wall. And you can't just yeah. farm it out? No. There's a level max of 100, and if you don't... If you really fuck yourself, you really can't. Now, if you're if you come within maybe ten to twenty percent of what your intended ideal was, you might be able to run some endgame stuff, but not like the full endgame stuff of like actually downing shit for the high end gear. Right. And you'll never earn enough re, uh, respect points to dial back the clock sufficiently to save your character. So for a game that I uh, don't like and never really enjoyed, I have 111 hours in it. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Okay, let's see. So, th- so that's the testament to how much I want Three. to like the game. I have 400 hours <laughs> in this game. Jesus. And that's from when yeah. it launched on Steam, not before that. I don't know, man. Well, have fun with that, boys. Hey, thanks. I'll play it for a night and then forget about it. Forget about it. Although maybe yeah. this time will be better because I'll have people to play with. The last time I just had Louie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is good. Louie's fine. but Yeah, Louie's you know, great. Player. But if it's just Louie and you, then it can get a little dry. Right. And, you know, this once that day of playing together ended... Our schedules didn't match up, and it was just me watching Netflix and passively left clicking as fucking much as I can. <laughs> it's so bad playing by yourself. You might as well just kill yourself. Yeah, it's terrible. It's bad when you're by yourself. It really is. Right. It's it's the equivalent of being hooked up to like a breathing and feeding. <laughs> of just you're just basically alive. But you're not living a life. <laughs> <laughs> you get you're you're doing more if you're playing like Slay the Spire and watching Netflix. You're you're actually getting more out of out of that than you are if you're playing Back of Exile. <laughs> Sorry to the Path of Exile fans. <laughs> Some really big Path of Exile fans. Yeah. In Sorry to the Just Okay Gamers podcast fans out there. <laughs> and, and you know what? If you got the free time and you like Spurgeon out, that's a pretty good game for you. Yeah, some people seem to really like it. It's free to yeah. play, and it's got a lot of depth to it. So if you got the time and the inclination, I'm not going to shit on it. I just was being real. Okay. All right. Um, should we do some voice moils? You guys want to do that? Sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. All right, here we go. We have a new voice moil. <laughs> you want to listen to the voice moil? Okie dokie. 
I'm starting to feel guilty about saying things about our community. We didn't, we didn't say anything bad. It's about our deficiencies, not theirs. Yeah, I think, yeah, it could be because I'm not putting in enough work to try and connect with them, right? I don't know. I work really hard, and all I do is seem to alienate people more. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. You're, I know. I'm dialing it back, and I have been. I've been significantly dialing it back. If you try too hard, people notice. Mm-hmm. Call that the zero effect. <laughs> All right. First voice, Moyle. Here it is. Uh, hey, Just Okay Gamers. It's Bellsprout. I was wondering if you guys uh, had an opinion on if you think that kind of the landscape of video gaming is going to change sometime soon. With uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not really sure historically, but it seems like there's been a lot of like people complaining about how like, <clears throat> sorry, um, about how AAA developers are releasing games more frequently, but they seem to be a lot more generic. So I was wondering if you guys had an opinion on maybe if it seems like maybe they'll like slow down and try and turn out like uh, games with a little bit more depth and kind of let uh, indie developers kind of maintain like a regular release of smaller craft. But I don't personally think so, but. It's kind of what I'd like to see, so I guess that's why I'm, I brought up the question. Uh, anyway, have a good pod. Thanks. Yeah, thanks um, for the call, Ty. Yeah, yeah, don't apologize. Ty. It's a good question, man. Yeah, it's a good question. Um, I don't see that happening. I think as long as they can cram as many microtransactions as they possibly can into their yeah. fucking like, fourth sequel generic game, they're going to keep doing they, that. They don't give a shit about the gamers. They care about the bottom line. I think the developers might give a shit about the experience more than any publisher would. Yeah, it's but good the to make publishers that are the ones with the money. Money. Mm-hmm. And the publishers are paying the developers, so uh, you're gonna make it the way I like it. Yeah, man. Or the else. problem is that yep. you can complain all you want, but as long as people keep spending the money going to keep happening yeah if any real change were to happen it'd have to start with the people with the consumer and there's just enough rich folks out there with money to spend and an axe to grind that they'll buy their way to whatever yeah there's not going to be this magical moment where uh developers and publishers are like you know what we really need to fix the way we're doing stuff because if it's working and they're getting money, they're not going to fix anything. In fact, they might just continue to make it worse if it gets more money. Yeah. So, um, right. I think, I th- I think what he's asking is like, are these bigger developers going to take more chances uh, in making games or in publishing like games that kind of go outside of the norm of what's popular? Right, I I think there'll be a cottage uh, industry of people looking for something new to escape. I think it's probably always, or like at least from this point forward, it's always going to be smaller indie ish developers, may, like finding something new and exciting, like the Dota's of the world and the yeah, player unknowns so battlegrounds too. of the world, and then the AAA's kind of follow that stuff. 
I used yeah. to hate indie games, and now that's all I play. <laughs> Almost. Aside from a few exceptions. And I think a lot of the AAAs are trying to afford like an experimental game or two a year. Right. And if it doesn't, if it's not a huge hit, you'll never hear from it again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like bigger experimental games. Like there was, um, Oh, what's that running game with faith? Mirror's Edge. Yeah. Mirror's that was Edge. kind of a weird game and it came out of EA, I think. Right. Or yes. Ubisoft or something. Yeah, I think. But then, like, the sequel to that game came out, and it I'm pretty sure it bombed. Yeah, it was no good. It was open world, and it was the same. It had a lot of issues. I don't think it was the IP. It was just the direction they took with making that game. Yeah. I just I don't think those games make as much money. Like, if you look at the top earners every year, it's always, like, Madden... Call of Duty. Right. But know, there and it's was there was a Madden one and there was a Call of Duty one. It just they have to they have to experiment to see what their next big franchise is gonna be. Mm-hmm. It, it yeah. can't keep being like I think people are actually reaching a breaking point with certain franchises. You think so? I mean, there will always be a battlefield, but I don't think I don't think it'll be like the same formula. They'll find some way to, to tweak it or something. It's, Who's playing it? There's like just not as many people playing it anymore. It's interesting to see these franchises like that have been around for so long that they start to tank and then they make a recovery like with Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty for me. Like I wasn't playing Call of Duty for so long and then the most recent one I really enjoyed. Yeah. So yeah. maybe the answer is you just keep making the same game until eventually you start making it good. Yeah, the the players come in waves, I suppose. They get tired of it until they pick it up again. Yeah. I think it's also a little bit just the games adapting and the developers like taking pieces from other games that are popular that work. Like with Call of Duty, they just put in um, like a battlegrounds mode, essentially, and yeah, that was what was really enjoyable about that game for me. Remember the when? Remember when there was uh, the MMO wave? There were so many MMORPGs coming out. Oh, it was like man, Rift, it was so great. the Rift era. I loved it. Yeah, Rift and Warhammer and. Uh, I don't know, all sorts of fucking games. Everyone thought those would be the next cash cow. And of course, when you're a fucking like lunatic like we are, where we derive some kind of perverse pleasure out of playing MMOs, it was a golden age for us. Yeah, it was great. But now, fucking they don't make MMOs anymore. (laughs) Nobody could topple the big WOW, you know? There's, There's too many failed experiments. Yeah, I suppose. How far along is that fucking like crowdfunded game coming? Does anyone know? Oh, it's not coming out for like two or three years. Twenty twenty one, we'll see it maybe. Oh, um, Star Citizen, Pan- Pantheon, oh. Pantheon. Well, there's also Star Citizen. 
Yeah. Well, that's never coming out. If it ever does, I'll, I'll I'll be able to fulfill my dream of being a space cruiser pilot. But you know, until then, then I'm not going to be that. All right, thanks, Ty. Next voice, Moyle. Yep. Here you. it is. Hey, JOKG Group. It's Punish. So I own a Ram 1500. I name it Punish. Well, the Punisher for it's black and it beats the living shit out of everything. You guys have a nickname for your vehicles? Bye. Yeah, I also call mine Punish. <laughs> yeah, I call mine punished too, man. No, That's weird. Yeah, we all call our vehicles punished. Oh yeah, I forgot. Me too. Yeah. Um, no. I think I referred to mine as the Asian albino one time. Because it's a white Honda. <laughs> uh mm-hmm. but that's it. My I know my mom calls her Subaru Muffy. Muffy? What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, because she's out cruising for Muff. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I think we, me and my sister coined it Muffy, not her, but she took to it. She now calls it Muffy. Oh, uh, yeah. Does she understand the meaning behind it? Oh, yeah. She gets it. Oh, okay. Is your mom playing any games lately? No. No. Hypno Haze just hung up her hat. Yeah, she's retired. I've been trying to get her over for some VR. But oh, yeah. I think she's 100% sold on the idea. My dad is actually more interested in doing some VR. But yeah, I remember that really awkward video of him with the drone. So I think it definitely VRs a little bit more up the street. <laughs> <laughs> drone video i don't remember that. yeah it's about he, four or five years ago now yeah he w- was into drones he still is but i don't think he flies it as much and he was just figuring out how to record video and stuff with it and it's just like a video of him with his mouth hanging open and then the drone going up you know it's shot <laughs> from the drone's perspective <laughs> yeah, yeah. and he's just kind of like looking at it with his mouth open I think there was some like canned music too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some like, you know, fucking music you'd find on an iTunes commercial. (laughs) (laughs) Like the most cliche drone video music you could possibly find. It just goes up and then looks around the neighborhood, does like a 360, and then slowly comes back down. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds awesome. Is this on YouTube? Very inspirational music. Uh, I don't think it is. I think uh, it was a Vimeo okay. video, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like no, it was like oh, some your dad's on Vimeo drone proprietary video <laughs> publisher service. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> a, hey, whatever works, man. Yeah, we gotta you find gotta that get video your content out there. Yeah. <laughs> Make that video viral. Um, po- yeah, wait, wait how is your mom not sold on VR? It sounds like she doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I don't know if she's, I don't know, she's just not, she doesn't have the gusto to be like, Yeah, I'll do it. I bring it up, and she's like, Ooh, sounds fun. But I've asked her to come over at specific times, and she's 
It's just not happened. So, I don't know. Just get the inkling that she's not into it. She's like, you're not making a YouTube video? Then I'm out. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I want to be a star. Fair enough. All right. Do you guys call your cars anything? No, I've never done that. Actually, yes. I guess I call it Vader. Vader? Okay. Yeah, it's in my it's my glove box name and my Carfax maintenance thing. Because it's got little Darth Vader license plate covers. Have I guys have I told you guys the story about when I took that girl on a date in my sister's car? No. Uh, I don't think so. Alright, well here's a car naming story. Uh my sister I was a teenager. My sister let me use her car, it was a beater. I don't even remember what it was like an Oldsmobile or something. And, uh, you know, denty, rusty, just an old teenager's beater car. And it had a sticker on the inside and it said Jamal on it. And it had like a saw, like a tool saw. It was a weird just sticker. It said Jamal. And my sister called her car Jamal. And uh, so I borrowed it for from her and took a girl on a date to the rodeo. <laughs> And I cut my hair into a mullet, too. <laughs> That's a whole different story. But uh, after we went on this date, uh, we went to a house party. I took her to a house party. And um, she was having some drinks. Um, I was not because I was driving. And uh, talking to this uh, nice young black man there. Um, and uh, it comes time, like, late. I got to get home. We got to get home. And I say, okay, come on, let's go. And she turns oh, to God. the young black man she was talking to. She's like, okay, see you later, Jamal. <laughs> <laughs> he, he looks at her and he like has this incredulous look on his face. He's like, my name's Steve. It's <laughs> 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 an honest, honest mistake. <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> yeah so that's my car naming story so she was it like subliminal that she just picked up the name because she saw the sticker yeah like, the did sticker she have the any explanation we driving around um i don't remember past that point i don't remember <laughs> okay. if she went to explain herself or not yeah. <laughs> yeah that's a good story thanks man all right next voice moil here it is yeah, thanks for calling in punish what's up guys it's uh evie's here been listening to you guys for about four or five years so it's probably about time i've sent one of these in my question is if you guys could go pro in an esport would you guys rather be a player or a coach, and what game would it be? Also wanted to thank you guys so much uh, for the endless entertainment and laughs over the years. Really enjoyed it at work and during my commutes. Hope you guys are doing well. Have a great pod. Peace, guys. See, that makes me feel good. See? Yeah, there you go. There it is. It's good good stuff. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Abby's, was it? Abby's? 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 Yeah, thanks for the call, dude. Yeah, dude. Call more often. I um, 
I'd, I'd love to, probably at this point in my life, I'd be a coach. Uh, and, and unfortunately, I think enough times passed where its relevancy is fading into antiquity. But if I could go back again and do it, and we were like of 10 years ahead of ourselves, probably Counter-Strike. I'll always have my hat hung there, even though I don't play it anymore. Played it for nearly Jeez, 12, 12, 15 huge. years. In the esports. See, that's the mm-hmm. question. I thought, did he say N? Well, N esport or any sport? Oh, uh, yeah. I thought he said sport at first, but I then he said e-sport. game later. Oh, uh, did he say esport? I thought it was esport. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's keep it to esports then, I guess. Okay. Esports. Uh, I don't know. What game is the most profitable right now for I think players? Dota. I think yeah, like I the Dota. biggest earners are all Dota players. Dota 2. Yeah, I think I'd have to be a coach. I wouldn't have the wherewithal to play a game for hours a day. But you still have to play it as a coach, I assume. Yeah, you don't have to, I don't think. Yeah, analyze it, watch it. Yeah, God, you gotta watch it horrible. at least. <laughs> yeah, you don't like watching esports. I just watched yeah. the uh, ESL Counter Strike uh, this past weekend, and I don't even really play Counter Strike anymore. It was very entertaining, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm still watching I, League too. I watch League every week. Um, <laughs> if I, I if I could be instantly good where I didn't have to practice, that's a better question, right? Sure. Or I could yeah. just be good and compete. Mm-hmm. Then maybe like a fighting game. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Because those always get so hype. Well, you which game like would you pick? Being, I don't know. What's hot? Street Fighter still going? Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Guilty Gear? Uh, I guess. Yeah, the Evo lineup just got announced recently. They got rid of Melee. Everyone's up in arms about that. I would love to be um, like a savant in Killer Instinct because I grew up with that game and I love that kind of, I think it's been that reinvention of it and inclusion of it in the kind of the fighting community. I would, I think fighting games is an excellent choice because I, I suck at them. I've never been good at them, but you look at those tournaments and everyone's just like on pins and needles. You feel like a fucking hero, man, with the cheering and everyone, you know, holding their breath. Yeah. Yeah. People get worked up watching fighting games. Yeah. Uh yeah, that shit's fun to watch. Um it's very a lot of hype around it. Even more so than like league and I guess that goes with that saying cuz the league game is like 40 fucking minutes. Yeah. Um I think I I don't know, I'd probably go with either league or like Counter-Strike cuz I've played a lot of those games and I enjoy watching them anyways. Sweet. Thanks, Abby. Yeah. Thank you again for your message. Thank you again for your message. Next one. Here it is. Hello, Just Okay Gamers. I have a very, very serious question that will involve all of you. Uh, I know there are a couple snow veterans uh, on the podcast, uh, maybe, maybe even more. But um, I'm undergoing a very, uh, I guess, serious life change, 
and I'm going to be moving from the sunny, uh, shitty California to the great state of Ohio. Oh, boy. Ooh. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. Uh, so my question to you guys is, uh, what is it like dealing with snow? <laughs> I've only dealt with snow uh, at uh, this place called Big Bear, and uh, that was only for about four hours. I want to know what it's like to live in it. All memes aside, um, pretty excited about going. Um, I'm just worried about the snow and the effects it'll have on my day-to-day. Um, I know it's not all year, but I want to know what you guys think. Bye. Well, shit. Should we tell them the truth? Because <laughs> <laughs> It's been pretty bad this year from what I hear, the winter. God, so Maybe you're bad. at least going to miss out on, uh, on one of the worst years. If Did you, you don't have to, no, he didn't. No, I didn't catch a name. Um, if you don't have to, like, move it, it's not horrible. It Commute. sucks to drive in, but you can get, you can manage. Yeah, um, you can manage. It, it's the the problem isn't anything that you're going to do or experience. It's it's everyone else around you. Because uh, traffic is entirely in predicated by the, the dumbest of you. Like, you know, driving conditions, if everything is slow and bumper to bumper, it's because the, at some point the least common denominator of drivers in your entire city at some point either fucked up or slowed down, causing a chain reaction. So yeah. the worst part of the snow is going to be just trying to get from point A to point B. You'll get there but it won't be fun on some days. Yeah. And then you get a bit of cabin fever because you're, you don't want to go outside. Maybe, maybe your first winter or a few, you'll hit up a sledding hill or something, have a little fun outdoors, but I don't know me personally. Like I've had it. I don't want to, I don't want to be out there. (laughs) I work outdoors also though. So, that could have something to do with it. Um, but snow activities can be fun. Sledding is um, fun. But the, the silver lining to all this is you get to experience uh, the summertime where, at least in Milwaukee, and I'm sure in a lot of these Midwestern states and Canada, uh, the people get these few months of good weather and they take full advantage of it. Yeah, we do. Where there's something going on at least every weekend, multiple times. Also, summers, the summers are pleasant for the most part too. Yeah. Maybe a little humid, but not unbearably hot. Most of the time you might get a week there where it stretches on pretty hot, but, uh, yeah. Midwesterners take, uh, very much delight in their summers. So, uh, coming from a place where California, where it's just all the time. Okay, man, you, you come here and people just want to get out and do stuff and take advantage of the few months of good weather before they batten down the hatches and fucking recede into their houses for six months. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And you don't have to worry about earthquakes in Ohio. Yeah. Which is nice. 
right? Yeah, I don't think anyone's ever argued for the weather being better in Ohio than California. <laughs> yeah. But good luck on fine. your move. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, you'll be okay. All right, next voice, Moyle. Here it is. Hey, boys, it's Shrek. I have a mathematical question for you today. What percent increase in mass would you say you are from high school till you to where you are now? Personally, I'm about 50% larger and about 100% less athletic. Thanks a lot. Mm. Oh, boy. Talk about being morose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Less morose and more just self-deprecating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I was a big guy in high school too, so I I don't I think I'm bigger now, definitely. But uh, I lost weight after high school and then gained it all back and then some later on. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I don't think there's uh, a huge difference. Maybe twenty percent, twenty five percent. Yeah, because I've. Mass. I've seen like pictures of you when you were pretty skinny. So you were chubbier when you're in high school. Yeah. Especially earlier in high school. I was, I was a big boy. I was heavier in high school and I can tell you exactly why. Uh, we had a table called the frig table. Uh, (laughs) surprise. And one of us worked at Krispy Kreme. And, and he would always bring in a, a full box of yesterday's unused for us to enjoy. Together. Oh, nice. And, you know, if you weren't careful, you could just pork out on <laughs> honestly fairly good Krispy Kreme donuts every day. Nice. We played like Magic the Gathering and shit and ate donuts. So, I mean, do the math. Yeah, I I had a pretty good metabolism up until like probably the middle of high school. So I was like, I was really skinny. So I don't know. I, I remember in like 10th grade, I was probably around like 150, 160. So probably like 30-ish percent larger now. So not terrible, but yeah, it's tough. Once you get older, it's tough to keep the weight off for sure. Thanks, Shrek, you asshole. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Shrek. No, he said he got bigger, too. Mm-hmm. I think most people do. As you go later in life. Yeah, for sure. You got to work. You got to work for it to keep your uh, body tight. <sighs> okay, next voice, Moyle. Here it is. Hello there, yes, okay gamers. Burgundy here. Hope you're all having a wonderful day. Oh, I was wow, wondering Burgundy. if you had any tricks of the trade to share with me when it comes to uh, voiceover recordings. You've all been doing the podcast for a long time and you all sound very nice. I'm guessing you have uh, a lot of knowledge in the area. Anything you can give me would be greatly appreciated. Thank you very much. Has, hmm. has Burgundy called in before? I feel like he has, right? He must. I mean, it's he's a friend of the pod. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, I oh, talked really? to him on Twitter a lot. As I mean, before he even asked this question, I was thinking like, wow, this guy has a really nice voice. 
So I don't know. Guido might have some tips for you, but uh, it sounds like you're doing pretty well to me. Yeah, you're doing good from based on that brief clip. Uh, your noise floor is a little high. <laughs> oh man! What? He wants tips? Yeah, no. Uh, Go. You, you got to drop that no- noise floor, and by that I mean I could hear uh, ambient noise going through your recording. Um, and you solve that by turning your gain down and putting the mic close to your mouth. You just want the mic close to your mouth. Uh, as close as is comfortable without getting pops. Proximity is key, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, let's see, what other tips can we give them? We've been doing this for uh, a long time. Take off all your clothes. Yeah. I find that doing it naked helps. You don't want rustling of clothes. Just mm-hmm. you want skin sounds. <laughs> <laughs> The 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 unreleased Beach Boys album. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, audio is very trial and error to get it right, and then once you get it right, you don't want to change anything. Um, but yeah. uh, I have more specific tips on like equalization and compressors and stuff like that. If you want them, just send me a message. You know, we're here but for you. I think the sample you had was pretty, pretty darn good. I'd gladly listen to that without any complaints. Yeah. I was uh, reading about um, phone interviews uh, the other day um, because I had done one, uh, but uh, I just saw a thread on Reddit uh, after I did my phone interview and people were talking about like what to do. And um, uh, I think one of the main suggestions was to smile because people can detect, um, I guess, changes in how you're talking uh, over the phone if you're smiling. Oh. Um, another tip was to like stand up, to not sit down and like emoting with your body too, like how you would be talking to someone if they were right in front of you. Uh, and someone in the thread was saying like, oh, these, I went to like a podcasting class and they talked about a lot of the same things. Hmm. I never smile when I talk. <laughs> Let me try it. Yeah. What should I say? Give me a line. Uh, geez, I don't know. Um, uh. just give Burgundy a tip, maybe another tip. Um, just a general tip, a general tip. Okay. Uh, let me, hold on. Let me try and smile. (laughs) Ah, I can't do it. (laughs) Um, no, I don't know. I don't know what to say here. I'll do a plug. You did. Um, okay. All right, here goes smiling. Uh, follow us on patreon.com. I see I started the smile and then it just instantly went away. It sounded really good though for the first uh, couple words. Yeah, when I said uh, follow. 
Yeah, I can really the smile oh, away. Yeah, it's clutch. It sounded really bright. Okay. Well, maybe I'll work on that. <laughs> okay. But but you did um you did that book. You did a voiceover for a book. Did you yes. find yourself like emoting when you were doing that? Uh no, With I was stiff as a board. I was uh laying down and <laughs> I was frowning. <laughs> Okay, no. that's that really didn't come through in the recording, so that's impressive. Yeah, I'm just a master of my voice. Okay, thanks, Burgundy. Next voice, Moyle. Here it is. Uh, hey, just okay, gamers. Super Tish guy here. What's the worst date you've ever been on? Uh. The fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like how the end was punctuated. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're okay, Tish. Um, right. I can't answer this because my answer is behind a paywall. If you want my answer, go to patreon.com slash just okay gamers. Listen to the newest episode of Guido's Workshop, where I talk to the one and only Super Tish guy about dating and setting up a tinder profile and i also reveal my worst date <laughs> so this is all a coordinated plug between you and Tish. <laughs> how much did you pay no, I, I mean well done the execution was flawless um but yeah you can listen to that if you subscribe to the five dollar tier on patreon it's a fun episode, and we went for like an hour where I intended to go for 20, maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> wow. We just talked about fucking online dating for an hour. Nice. Um, yeah, but uh, I can give a bad date. It's not as exciting as the one that's on Patreon. But uh, I went out with a girl, and she, like, she was giving me vibes like she dug me and so i asked her out and i took her out and the whole date it was a total switch of her personality uh, like she just felt like she wasn't into me and we went to a bar had a few drinks and then she invited me to her place which like i was like are you sure <laughs> and we go to our house and we're just kind of like listening to music or had to, I don't know, talking, but she was what still giving me that vibe of like, I'm not into you. Like I almost like the, I want you to leave vibe. So I was like, fuck it. We're sitting next to each other. And I, I go in for a kiss and I kiss her and she's just dead lipped, like dead fish, no <laughs> movement. What? And I kind of back away. I know it was the weirdest thing. And um, she, like, I was just like, all right, I guess to myself, I guess this just isn't working out. So kind of make pleasantries and see myself out. And uh, I later find out, like two years later, that she's a lesbian. <laughs> what the hell? Then? Oh, Why my did you God. Wait, you had a worse date than this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on the Patreon episode. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Holy shit is right. I, so, 
she was I'm really attractive too. So what was, was she trying to like uh, prove to people that she wasn't gay, or was yeah, she just kind of unsure? Maybe like we, we may never know. I guess a similar friends group. So I don't know. Maybe she. I don't know. She, or she was just experimenting. Maybe she wasn't sure what she was yeah. at that point. So, but uh, you know, I was not the answer. Very clear. I think she did want to be friends. And she was trying to be romantic, but I don't know, man. It was just awkward and horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> All right, Wally, what's yours? I I, I didn't have a bad date. <laughs> All my all my dates were well, pleasant over there. No, no, yeah. they weren't like you know out of pie in the sky wonderful either. I mean, it's had very nice dates with good people, and they did it through college, and then. Uh, Senior year, I met Megan, and yeah, that those were fine too. So I mean, and I got married, and here we are. But I never, I never had a bad date. Freshman saw I didn't really start dating until college, though, uh, and I didn't date much in high school at all. But college, freshman year, of college, sophomore year, I dated around, and I usually just was choosy about who I asked out or who asked me out, and it worked out okay. Amicable breaks for where we thought it was going to work and then good ones for those medium term ones we had and it was nice all right i don't think i have any good bad date stories first uh girlfriend quote unquote that i ever had was in college first year uh i was really excited that this girl was into me and we just kind of like we were hanging out for a few weeks and I didn't know what we were, if we were like dating or what. Um, and then we decided to like take a trip together to this other school because we both had friends at another college that was uh, like an hour and a half away from us. So, and she was like, okay, I'm going to go visit my friends there. And I was like, okay, I have friends there too. She was like, cool. We can like meet up and hang out. Um, so she went there on like friday or something and then i went a little bit later um on friday uh um with my friend because she was like uh she invited my friend basically to come with me and hang out with them uh so we get there like pretty late friday night um and then i go to meet up with my friends who are supposed to be going to that school uh, I find out that they had like gone home for the weekend or something. So uh, they were not there. And then, so that was a bummer, but it was whatever. So I go to meet up with her and her friends and I get to their dorm room and like, she's there hanging out uh, with her friends. And then they're like, we're all going to a bar. And I was like, cool. Uh, but I'm 18, so I can't actually go with you. Um, and she was like, well, sorry, bye. And then she just left and I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and then I went home. I drove basically an hour and a half there, hung out there for an hour. It was terrible. And then I went home and then she broke up with me <laughs> after the weekend. Oh, yikes. Ooh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty rough. Yeah. I went back on Sunday to pick her up too. That was the worst part about it. She was probably banging some dude the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah, she was. 
<laughs> God. Wait, it was you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. And she no, later no. turned out to be a lesbian. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That's what I do now. Yeah. I make him see the light. Of being gay? Yep. <laughs> Uh, good job, Tish. You got that plug in there. You forced my hand at a plug. <laughs> oh. I think I started to last week plug that, and then it was it was uh, thwarted by something. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I think so. Because I remember starting to talk about Biggie Size Podcast, which there is another Biggie Size Podcast. We talk oh. about Creed. We talk about uh, more awards shit. So go listen to that. Just Okay Movies, that is not behind a paywall. You can find it on iTunes. Just search for Just Okay Movies. Did you guys talk about the Oscars? Uh, we did like two weeks ago. Oh. Um, but uh, we also talked a bit about the Oscars this week. So... And uh, next week, I think we're going to be talking about Captain Marvel. Nice. So tune in for that. All right. Next voice, Moyle. We got three left, man. How light are Oh, oh boy. boy. We've been doing this <laughs> yeah, for a while. Yeah, we're running a little long. All right. Here we go. Next one. Hey, guys. Thank you. Uh, I'm in the car right now waiting for the windshield to defrost because it's freaking cold outside. Didn't really have a question this week. Long time since I called. I just wanted to congratulate Milpo on the job he got. Uh, and so I'll ask a question. What's the best news you've ever gotten? That you remember. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks, Ingi. Appreciate it. Best news. Hmm. Thanks. I guess when I won a car. You won a car? Yeah, in high school, freshman year. Uh, there's a raffle where you have to sell tickets because it's a Catholic school, so it helps part, pay part of your tuition. And uh, I bought, I worked all summer and I bought half my tickets uh, for myself because I figured, fuck it, if this is for my tuition, I might as well buy them for me. So I bought about half my tickets and one of them ended up winning a 19, uh, uh, 1995 Red Pontiac Sunfire. Hmm. Yeah, that's good news. Yeah. Congrats on that car. How long did it last? Uh, you know what? It never broke down. Uh, only the alternator failed, and I had that replaced. And I think it was about 10 years. Oh, wow. My mom my mom uh, used it for a while and then gave it to my sister. And then my sister gave sold to one of her friends, and last I heard, it was still clicking until they probably got rid of it. But, yeah, it lasted for a while. Hmm. Nice. Um, um, man, I'm having trouble thinking of good news. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is that is that a sign? <laughs> How about the uh, day? Really, I mean, your first snow day in a decade. Oh yeah, that was really good news. That was recent yeah. too. Got that snow day. So I work outdoors, and I have to clean up snow. And uh, it wasn't really a snow day, but we got called and told because the temperatures were going to be dropping far below uh, zero into negative 50 wind chill, 
that we did not have to come in for two days and we got paid. And it's the very first time that's ever happened to me at my job. And it was great. And I just sat inside and played video games those two days. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah. I was going to, what about the first time you got the call to do all chat or something like that? That oh yeah, that was big, really right? cool. Yeah, the very first all <laughs> chat was good good news. I didn't believe it was real. In fact, I think Nasty told me because he was what? looking at they Yeah, because they sent it to the just okay gamers email. Uh, oh. And then Nasty was like, Hey dude, you got an email from Riot about like doing something. And I was like, Yeah, I'm right. hearing it in like Nasty's voice. <laughs> and I sure enough, I checked the email and they're like, Hey, you wanna we're gonna fly you out to LA and do this thing. I was like, yeah. holy shit. I made it, baby. And then I uh squandered that opportunity and here we are doing a podcast. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't don't appreciate us. <laughs> I mean we yeah, crushed, we crushed all for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we burned it into the ground. <laughs> we buried all chat. Yeah, uh, personally, that was pretty big news when we all got to do it. For me, I was pretty like, oh yeah, taken aback. That was cool as hell. That was fun. That was yeah, fun. That, that's still up there for like coolest experiences that I've ever had. Also, Summoners Con, like that wasn't news. They didn't like come to me and re- were like, hey be on our thing i fucking <laughs> i fucking like mind fucked them into letting us go to <laughs> summer really? yeah oh, essentially man. i don't think i knew that no dude it was all me like i contacted them and i like gave them a rundown of what who we are and why we would be good addition and like talked them into giving us a hotel room and stuff <laughs> Over the correspondence of like seven emails. <laughs> oh man, you're a true bro. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was another good experience. Yeah, and then they folded the next year. They <laughs> couldn't even do a second one. <laughs> Like, we can't afford it. We're one. We went over our budget by one guest last year. Killing all chats. We're death. Yeah. Bringing the theme back. Oh, boy. All right. All right. Next voice, Moyle. Here it is. Hey guys, it's me again. My question that's for you this week is what's your favorite kind of hat? Oh, spettuccino. Spettuccino. I like it, a spettuccino. Uh, favorite kind of hat, huh? Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I would say like a, a dad hat, but... I don't know, this mega hat sounding sounding pretty good to me. Dude, give me that mega sombrero. Yeah. <laughs> Such juxtaposition. I feel like that could be in a museum. 
a mega sombrero, right? <laughs> How sure. is that a juxtaposition? Because it's like make America great again. He wants to like kick out all the immigrants, but it's are you saying mega? From, yeah, I thought you were saying mega. No, <laughs> mega sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how has that not been made yet? That seems so obvious. Yeah, it does seem obvious. Hmm. We should ride that thing. Make Just Okay Gamers great again. <laughs> is, oh. that our, our, uh, is that our hashtag for this week? Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I don't immediately backing away from that idea. I don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like a ball cap, I suppose, when I wear a hat. Um, <laughs> that's cool. I wear a hat at work in the summer. I don't wear enough I, hats. I burn my bald spot. Yeah, I'm not much of a hat guy. Although I do own a few. A few I like um, Donegal. Do you ever hear those Donegal tweed flat hats? One of the quintessential Irishman flat cap. I love those. Yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're easy to put on. They're warm in the winter. They're cozy, easy to take up and take off and put on. I like them. Yeah. It sounds like a Wally hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's all function for me. I don't really wear them as a style statement. No. I should just get a big old goddamn wide brim bucket hat or something. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't like the most functional a bucket hat? Yeah, probably. There's a while where I wore like an Indiana Jones hat. Are you, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, probably in like my early 20s. It's a great hat. I wore it well, too. But then some mm-hmm. fucker spilled bleach on it. Oh, well, that'll do it. Yeah. So couldn't wear it anymore. Bunch of bleach spots. I just, I can't, I don't understand how you pulled that hat off because that's so close to like a fedora in my mind. Uh, right. Isn't it like that's the brim kinda, is a lot. The brim is a lot wider. And it's it's kind of like, like a cowboy hat, right? Except like the brim yeah, up on one side. Right. Essentially. And this was before I was wearing it before fedoras were a meme. Too. <laughs> Did so. you wear it on that day where that girl turned gay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> nice burn, dude. I like that yeah. one. <laughs> No, thanks. <laughs> uh, no, I was not wearing it, but I might have wore it. That was similar to the same time frame. I might have <laughs> wore it around her. Now that I'm thinking of it. Uh. Huh. All right. Okay. Last voice, Moyle. Here it is. Hey, this is Bomb Hab. Love you, love your show. So I'm running a bit of a quandary here. Um, which would you prefer? I'm on the fence about a console. Should I get the PlayStation 4 or should I get the Nintendo Switch? I just can't decide, and it's really tough to make a... Um, All right, wait. Bum Hab, you're going to hear a lot of support for the PS4 on this current podcast right now, I feel. 
So I just want to get my plug in for the Switch. It's a great console. It has good proprietary first-party games. Uh, it's portable. Um, very few issues with it. And uh, Tetris 99 is free. It's very good. Uh, what else? Uh, Mario, it has Mario. You probably like Mario. Everyone likes Mario. Um, and yeah, it's a good console. And it's pretty cheap. It's like 300 bucks, I think. Yeah. I think the first step that you should do in making this decision is to go and walk in front of a mirror and then see if you are an actual baby. (laughs) If you are, then yes, get a Nintendo Switch. If you're a grown adult man, then you get a PlayStation 4. (laughs) Yeah, I have to agree with the PlayStation 4. But hey, if you see in that mirror, you see a diaper, you know, and maybe a nookie in your mouth, then yeah, you're probably a baby and you want to get a Switch. Also, if you're crying, if you're crying at the moment, you should probably get a Switch. Yeah. Well, Bombhab, see, Bombhab has a lot of children, so he might see one of his children in the background of the mirror and get confused. And uh, so that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, that, that could be it. Um, yeah, I think it comes down to if those, it, which exclusives have are interest you the most, you know? Do you yeah. want to play Horizon Zero Dawn or Uncharted? The Last of Us coming out soon. Spider-Man, uh, Bloodborne. Do you want to play any of those? Or do you want to play Breath of the Wild or Mario fucking Odyssey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it has other games, too. Yeah, you can play uh, a multitude of the hundreds of games that you probably already own on your PC. <laughs> On PS4, you mean? No, on the Switch. Oh, like the indie games? It has great indie game support, Bombhead. Yeah. I don't know if you like a game called Dead Cells. Yeah, you probably own that on your (laughs) your PC. Yeah, it has uh, Mario Party. I don't know if you like parties. Uh, Yeah, do you like party games? Yep. There you go. Everyone likes parties. (laughs) Everybody likes parties. <laughs> Mario's there. Bowser. Yeah. Pete, all your favorites. No, I I don't know. I think both are good choices. We also own a PS4. Yeah. yeah. Jokes aside, there is truth to the statement of you just got to look at the games and see which games you think you'd play more. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want to say the kids would maybe like a switch more i don't know it has the motion controls that might be fun those little babies can't play no games you kidding me they can can think that they're playing games yeah they could do that on playstation too (laughs) i suppose so (laughs) yeah i don't know i'm very interested to uh see how this turns out though yeah keep us updated have this be a running bit (laughs) <laughs> for weeks on end you're indecisive on <laughs> what console to console get, to get. i mean i'm riveted right yeah. now just fucking thinking yeah. about it jesus christ you spread that over a few weeks I'm gonna be, yeah. my nipples are gonna be hard as eraser heads jesus yeah maybe around week four you throw in 
the Xbox. Like, uh oh, new contender. Yeah, Game Pass is a good service. It's like eight bucks a month, hundreds of games. You might want to consider it. I don't know. All right. Thanks, everyone, for the wonderful voicemails. But now it's time for my favorite segment. And that's a little something I like to call Listener of the Week. <laughs> Yo, Listener of the Week now. He's going to be real sweet now. <laughs> it's Listener of the Week. Yeah. This week's Listener of the Week is, of course, nobody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Goes with the theme of the episode, huh? Right? Yeah, it's morose. Yeah, I guess so. Nasty's dead. Everyone I love is dead. (laughs) No one loves us. Suicide pact. Oh, nobody. In fact, I'm starting to think they hate us. Just end it all right now, I guess. They just listen out of spite. I think we should um <laughs> we should uh we should kill Millpool first and then just go from there. Draw straws. Wait, I thought you were talking about suicide. Now you're talking about killing me? Well, I mean I think it's just easier if we killed each other other than trying to I'm sorry, I mean we already have a pact. Oh, if you okay. want to kill yourself, go ahead. I'm going to kill Millpool so I can take over the pact. So is this pact involved Guido protecting my life with his life because we have a pact? Huh? I don't know. Does it? I suppose <laughs> I would have to fight for your honor. <laughs> Reluctantly. To oh, fl- I don't, I don't want to go through that much effort. Pact. Never mind. Oh, well. Hey, if you want to be listening of the week, leave a review on iTunes. Uh, yeah. Don't let us broach the 300th episode as we wind down these weeks with a bevy of unlistener of the week d- episodes. You know? Yeah. If we get to 300 and, you know, we don't have any listener of the weeks, I think we'll kind of feel like, hey, what's the point anymore, right? Yep, just end it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't feel great. It was nice no. uh, that we had a new caller. We're getting voicemails, right? Like, we're just running out of people yeah. to give reviews. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe we've uh, everyone has that listens has left a review. That might be the problem. Mm, no, those numbers don't add up. We still have more listeners than we do have reviews. So, mm. all right, I'm not even gonna play the thing again. <laughs> Nasty, you want to do some plugs? Oh fuck! Uh, fuck. If you want to support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash justokgamers. We have different tiers for different things, which I think we should rework. I say that now, but it will 
be 10 weeks later and we will not have reworked anything. <laughs> um, but you get that uh, nice uh, bonus pod every other week or so, which I think I'll probably be making another one after this weekend to publish. Um, you also get a chance, if you're a Patreon, to be on that episode with me. Um, what else? Our website, justokgamers.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right? There's Discord. Yeah, you Discord right? Oh, yeah, Discord. You can join our community. Uh, or don't. The, the chorus of people that uh, hate us. <laughs> they don't hate us. They're just <laughs> indifferent. No, just <laughs> Uh, yeah, there you go. Just do all that shit, man. Come on. Episode 300, man. I'm going to have to like readjust my up your shit, my outlook on things. Your expectations. No, just, I I think I need to be more upbeat before 300 gets close. I need to our hair down for this one. Okay. We'll just got to smile. Just got to smile. Yeah, smile while I'm talking. We always smile rise talk. to the occasion. We've never failed to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. The cream will rise to the top. Cream of the crop. Uh, okay. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how do you guys want to end this episode? Uh, how did we start it? Uh, we're doing yeah. a new convention or we're not going to be at E3. <laughs> oh, yeah. We kind of abandoned that bit pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, as is tradition. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What can we do? What can we do to, like, turn an upswing? So next week when we come in, we're, like, rare and ready to go. Hmm. We're just ready to be upbeat. <laughs> I really don't know. Gentlemen, I have a plan to bring Nasty back from the dead. <gasps> oh, man. Very curious to see <laughs> right? what that is. Yeah. Do you think Nasty is what is our is the pulse of our heart? He's I, I think he's yeah. definitely our energy. He kind of is, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever he's we're lacking there. energy, he's there. Yeah. And even though whatever he says or does may not make sense, it has enough energy behind it that we run with it. He says it with oh, conviction. Yeah. yeah. He does. Which is like nine tenths yeah. getting things through, you know? Yeah, sometimes nasty doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most matter of fact thing you've ever said. <laughs> if there's one thing I know. <laughs> It's, I, it's that nasty. And I don't know much. Doesn't make sense. Uh, all right. We'll see you next week. Those of you who return. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, bye. 